Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. You're with Ben Dobbin on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It's the 17th of October. Hey, our guest this morning is CEO of AgForce, Mike Gearin, who is joining us this morning. Mike, uh, gravel pits is an issue, um, and also um, it, 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 it has just been a, a, a diabolical mess. Now, you represent a, a whole conglomerate. This gravel pit fiasco... Mike, I, I mean, it's like stock routes. It's like everything that goes on. They have just made it almost impossible. Leases need to be renewed on already existing, and they build the roads. The councils have to fund the roads, but they can't get anything done. It is just a bloody mess. It, it is, Dobbo. The, the challenge with this is that we can't get basic maintenance road, uh, maintenance road maintenance, should I say, done. Therefore, things like safety are starting to be put at risk. And the reason for that is that we were, or sorry, local governments were blindsided when they went to renew leases on existing gravel pits with the state government that they need to have an ILU statement um, or an ILU agreement in place before that lease renewal is allowed. They were advised of that in some cases a matter of weeks before a lease rollover, which we just in the normal course assumed would roll. And those negotiations take a number of years normally. So one of the really practical questions right now is how can we um, continue to ensure the safety of regional communities and basic road maintenance when gravel pits, which are fundamental to keeping roads up to spec, um, are being shut down because we have to go through this multi-year agreement. Surely there's some practical interim solution that can allow us continue to continue, should I say, maintaining those roads while we have that other conversation. How do we navigate the um, well, after the weekend? That, that, that the Indigenous voice, that is something of a concern moving forward. I, I, I'm fascinated to see your thoughts on this. Yes, and, and, and what a, a powerful conversation Australia is having at the moment. There are four parts to the broader subject from AgForce and industry's perspective. One is the referendum on the weekend where AgForce, as requested by its members, didn't have a position but encouraged everybody to become informed and then to vote with confidence on the weekend. So we assume every sure. Australian did that. Secondly, we have the Cultural Heritage Act conversations going on, both within state legislation and federal legislation. And it's another example, as we talked earlier, about overlay and complication and a chance for bold reform. We saw what happened in um, Western Australia around the Cultural Heritage Act only a couple of months ago. It was a fiasco. We have a chance to avoid that, but we do have a Cultural Heritage Act in Queensland and they are keen for reform, so we need to be at the table. So that's part two. Part three is AgForce, in its usual way, has over the last couple of years built an Indigenous engagement policy. It's now on our website. It's two pages of very deeply considered wording as a way for industry to offer a lot of branch to a conversation that, again, we must be involved in rather than removed from. So that's on our website. That's the end result of hundreds of hours of work of a number of our members to try and put forward a way that we can continue this conversation in a positive and good way. And then lastly, uh, the Queensland Parliament, as we know a number of months ago, legislated with the support of the opposition um, the path to treaty. So whatever our views are about that, we are committed to a path to treaty, which has two broad parts to it. The first is what they call truth-telling, and the second is treaty. Uh, Detail missing on all of that, but our understanding is the truth-telling part is really important for industry to be there 
as part of telling the story because the end result of that will be a long document which informs treaty. So we have the Indigenous Engagement Policy position we've worked hard on. We have the cultural heritage piece that we need to stay in front of and work with government on. But thirdly, the Queensland Parliament has, as I said a number of months ago, legislated the path to treaty. So we need to lean in, not lean back from that conversation. It will be a multi-year conversation, a tough one, but one that's critical to all of our collective futures. I think that's the only way forward. And I think you guys have thought about this. You've, you've obviously taken some time to really consider your position. And that, that is, to me, the big way forward. Uh, and, uh, Mike, I, I think that we are in a really, really tough situation at the moment. So anything like this is going to come at a cost and it's also going to have some implications. But either way, the, the way forward is communicate. Can you bring that up down there today um, in Canberra as well or is it very much, hang on, no, 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 we need to just focus on focus on the vegetation and the ag thing or is it is it too many issues at this moment down there? Good question, Dobbo. We'll um, make the most of our time in the room and hopefully we'll get some reasonable time with both ministers. Things like water is critical as well, um, uh, as well as vegetation, but we'll certainly continue the conversation and take a lot of background material with us. But Dobbo, can I say, and I, I, I like your very considered thoughts there, democracy is a delicate thing. We see that elsewhere in the world. There are some tough conversations going on now and some very different points of view. But back to our earlier piece, we have to have everybody at the table from the start. Do not exclude agriculture. Do not exclude regional communities. Put people with a point of view and some background and experience in the room for the fundamental reform journey, whatever the subject might be. You will get a richer outcome for that, albeit there will be some tough conversations up front. The end result will be a better policy setting stronger underpinnings for whatever we're seeking to do, whether that be vegetation or Indigenous engagement or else. Uh, democracy is a delicate thing. We see that elsewhere. Let's protect it. Let's respect what happened on the weekend and let's lean into the next conversation in the spirit of finding a way forward. That's, I think, very important for Australia at the moment. It's certainly important for industry across things like vegetation management, reef regulations, etc. I oh, really appreciate your time. Enjoy Canberra. I hope it's successful. I think this will bode well that we're talking to a lot of people this morning and listening that they know that the CEO of AgForce is meeting with Tanya Plibersek today as well as Murray Watt, the Ag Minister and the Environmental Minister, to try and get some clarity and to get a seat at the table. Thank you so much for giving me some time this morning. Really grateful for it. Mike Gearan, CEO of AgForce. Thanks, Robert. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back. So much more to get through. This is Rural Queensland today.